Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. And this is not legal advice. I forget to say that sometimes, and it's not medical advice. And we are joined today by the lovely Dr. Kallenbach, my wife, who is going to talk a little bit about um, cancer stuff. So normally I don't just do medical talks, but part of my job is understanding medical malpractice and evaluating medical records. And I happen to have Lisa here because of coronavirus. So I figured she would tell us a little bit about the following. So we're going to, she's going to talk for a few minutes about recent developments, you know, what's changed in cancer care um, in her practice. And so here she is, Dr. Kallenbach. Good morning. Um, So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about just the changes that have happened over the past 10 years, let's say. Um, I often run into patients who are older, who had experience with their parents having had cancer, and they are very anxious and nervous about the potential side effects of cancer because they saw their parents really suffer and with nausea and vomiting and uh, fatigue. And those are still side effects of cancer therapy, but we are much better at controlling those symptoms and managing them so that people do maintain a good quality of life throughout therapy for the most part. Um, Fatigue is sort of unavoidable after a certain amount of chemotherapy, but, um, but I would say overall, we do a much better job at allowing people to continue to maintain a certain quality of life while undergoing therapy. So and are there are there cancers now that um, we have treatments for that we didn't have treatments for like five or ten years ago? Um, yes and no. There, I would say we're still treating the same cancers, but we've definitely um, innovated how we approach cancer therapy now. So the problem with cancer is that it is your own body um, dividing rapidly, these cells that are dividing rapidly, that your body does not recognize as foreign. And so what we've really made um, headway with is, is tuning your own immune system to, and priming it to recognize those cancer cells as foreign and using your immune system to target the cancer itself. So is that what's now called immunotherapy? Yes. All right, so what's what kind of cancer would be treated with an immunotherapy? So for example, lung cancer is, first line therapy now is immunotherapy. Melanoma was the first cancer um, to, to use this kind of therapy. So what's melanoma? Melanoma is a skin cancer, very aggressive skin cancer. And 10 years ago, did we have a treatment for melanoma? We've had treatments. They were not as effective as these immunotherapies. Okay. And then what about, um, so what is immunotherapy like a drip? Is it a surgery? Is it a pill? What is it? It's an infusion typically. And does insurance cover that? Yes. And what about, what other kinds of immunotherapy cancers targets are there? Well, I think they've tried them in lots and lots of solid tumors. I believe now genitourinary cancers like uh, kidney are using it. 
Um, some of the lymphomas are using it, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma um, and Hodgkin's. Um, I think we're trying it everywhere we can and seeing if it works. And so in terms of, you know, we have this aging population in our country. Are you seeing more cancers or fewer cancers or different kinds of cancers as time goes on? Well, I think the big news this year was that the cancer, uh, the number of cancer cases has gone down, um, or the number of cancer deaths, I should say, has gone down. Um, but we are seeing, I would say we're seeing more cancer in a younger age group um, than we used to, but certainly the aging of the population. And then I'm going to ask you a couple of coronavirus questions because we are in the oh, sure. time of coronavirus. So I guess... Th- you know, the big question for non-doctor people is like, well, why can't we just come up with a vaccine? We're so, you know, we're the first, you know, first order nation. We have all this medical people like, well, what's the big deal? Why is it so hard to come up with a vaccine? Well, vaccines take time to develop, test, make sure they're safe. Typically, we say about 18 months before you get a real vaccine. And why is it so hard? Well, you have to figure out the virus. You have to figure out what antibodies you're targeting or what antibodies you need to generate. I mean, it's complicated. I'm not a immunologist, but um, it's just not straight, forward, and simple. Okay. And then how's cancer? So Lisa just got back from a trip to Rwanda. And um, on behalf of uh, a couple institutions, and I was just curious to ask her for, for the audience, like, how is cancer care different in the third world than it is, you know, here in America? Right. So we refer to them as lower and middle income countries. Um, and cancer care is very different there. And it varies from country to country, depending on their resources and what their governments have invested in cancer care in general. Um, some countries have hardly any oncologists in country. Um, some countries have more advanced healthcare systems. Um, I think there's a lot more uh, resource, um, watching your resources and making sure you make decisions based on the amount of resources you have. Uh, I think it's often difficult decisions, you know, deciding to treat an older person, a younger person versus an older person. Um, sometimes we're not treating for cure in diseases that we would be treating for cure in our country. Uh, it's, it has a very different face and, and very different, um, supportive care there. Here we rely a lot on blood products and things to support our patients through therapy. And often there are shortages of blood products in lower and middle income countries. All right. So I think that's enough for today on the sad subject of cancer. Sometimes we don't like to talk about it, but it's important to know that there are lots and lots and lots of medical providers out there doing various things. Lisa does clinical care, which is taking care of patients, um, you know, when you're diagnosed with cancer or diagnosing them. There are other researchers who are, you know, primarily bench researchers. That's Lewis the Labrador in the background. Um, So there are bench researchers who are people who are looking at, let's say, a cancer and trying to figure out how to treat it. Um, there's a tremendous, you know, effort to learn and figure out, 
cancer as it affects just about, you know, every family in uh, in our country. I do Pan Mass Challenge every year, which is a summer bike ride to raise uh, money for cancer research, uh, primarily for Dana-Farber. And uh, look, there's a lot of healthcare effort right now being directed at this virus, and a lot of smart people are uh, trying to help us through this situation. So hopefully Lisa's one of them. And that's been Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast. It is not medical advice. It is not legal advice. And it's sponsored by New Earth Law Office, a personal injury law firm in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, outside of Philadelphia. Hope you all take care and stay safe. <laughs>